Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 201 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I'm Seth. I'm Carly. And we're back again to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what is going on in our own lives. And uh, last week, we did not record our regular episode because uh, a special occasion. Happy belated birthday, Carly. How have you been? Oh, thank you. And I appreciate you guys coming to celebrate. I had a little birthday shindig at La Cava del Tequila at Epcot. Uh my favorite spot we had we took over the high tops in the corner and it was great uh so much fun it was so good to hang with you in real life it Uh, it it was such a good time let's just say both of us had a virtual queue for gardens of the galaxy that went unused that evening sorry couldn't (laughs) couldn't quite make it over there sorry guys you know I, i think i'm a little nervous to go on guardians after having a drink I just something about that sounds like a bad idea. A lot idea. of spinning. Mm, it's not a good choice. Not a but good yes, choice. it was awesome. Thank you, you guys. Thank you, Lacava, for having my little birthday party. Great hospitality. Thank yes, you. Yes, it's the great place. Uh, get chips and queso if you go. <laughs> it was Always. awesome. But now back to earth, back to real life. I actually went this weekend to a new uh-huh. to me theme park. Oh, where? Yes, Tweety Railroad. Have you ever uh, heard of this? I never heard of it. Tell us, please. Yes. It is in the mountains of Northwest North Carolina. Uh-huh. It is a Wild West themed uh-huh. amusement park. So think like Knott's Berry Farms, Ghost Town. Okay. It opened in the 1950s and they're known for this really old uh, locomotive steam train. Uh-huh. So I got to ride that. And it was the first theme park in North Carolina. And then it was so popular, they built one in Pigeon Forge, and that would become Dollywood. So Interesting. Yeah. So if you've been on the Dollywood Express, it's actually the same train that this ah. family started there. And it was just such a lovely park. Um, they have, you know, Cowboys and Wild Wild West show. And there's a saloon that looks so much like the saloon at uh, Knott's Berry Farm, Calico. If you've been in there and they have can-can dancers, uh, it was wonderful. I've always wanted to go there. I've seen so many YouTube videos on it, and it was really cool. It's like a couple hours from Asheville, North Carolina. Uh-huh. That sounds yeah. great. I, I grew up in New Jersey. We had a place called Wild West City. Yes, uh, I remember with, that. <laughs> yes, a city running wild, uh, as the commercials used to say. And you could see it was the same sort of thing with uh, stagecoach rides and seeing uh, the sheriff uh, shooting the bandits in the street. Uh, and uh, so I've always had a soft spot for those kind of 1950s Old West attractions. So it that is sounds so great. Cool. Yeah, it was definitely a gem. They said it's a lot of like multi-generational families come mm-hmm. and do the annual pass. So fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was just I wanted to check it off badly. So it was uh, awesome. That sounds awesome. Well, um, my, obviously, the highlight of my week was getting to hang out with you at your birthday. Uh, and I also got to check out a new attraction uh, at one of the theme parks that we are going to be talking about a little bit later in the show. Uh, so I will save that for a little bit later. But right now, yes. it is time for us to dive into the news in the queue. 
First up, uh, Universal Studios Hollywood has officially announced what we've heard rumors about for a while. They are building a new roller coaster that will be a fast and furious attraction that will finally actually be fast and furious. <laughs> uh, you know, ever since they built uh, the, you know, 3D tunnel on the tram tour out uh, and the studio tour at Hollywood and then kind of copied it here in Orlando, everyone has been saying, you can't do Fast and the Furious sitting still looking at a screen. It's uh, it's a series about moving fast, and now finally fans will be able to move fast on a Fast and the Furious roller coaster. Yes, um, maybe the worst kept secret ever, because, <laughs> you know, I think it's now been about a year and a half since someone found the permits. Yes. And, and then you know, they've they're... done fun stuff. Like I was when I was there in April, they had the audio loop of roller coaster screams going. Uh, yes, it yes, was so cool. Yeah, you know, we we are used to uh, when they're planning a new ride at the theme park, you see balloons go up to see what the height of it'll be, or you'll see people doing surveying. Not very often that they set up speakers of people screaming to see how much noise bleed there'll be. <laughs> It was but uh, yeah, crazy. if that's not a sign that a, that a thrill ride is coming, I don't yeah. know what is. Uh, sadly, uh, for fans of the animal actor stage and the special effects stage, uh, those uh, long-running venues ha have been torn down, demolished um, in the process right now. Uh, it's kind of sad to see the special effects stage, which, um, you know, I believe that goes back to like the old Dracula theater, uh, yeah. Conan show. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's a lot of classic, uh, uh, attractions were in there and now that will be, uh, I guess the loading station will probably be there. Um, the, uh, there's actually already, um, renderings. People have done fan made, uh, recreations online of, of what the ride might look like. Um, there's been pretty detailed, uh, construction permit filings showing the track and the footers. So it's. Uh, it's pretty easy to make educated guesses about what it's going to look like. Uh, it's going to kind of run up and over the escalator, down the hill. Uh, it's really, you know, cramming it in there. Um, the, you know, Universal is built on the side of a mountain and there's not a lot of spare space. Uh, so to stick in uh, a roller coaster that basically looks like a cousin to the Velocicoaster uh, in there, um, you know, we don't know the exact model or anything yet uh, that's not confirmed but it does look very similar in style to the Velocicoaster. however we have had some rumors that the cars on this might rotate or spin to give a drifting or sliding motion uh obviously no uh no confirmation yet on that but we're going to be keeping a watch on this are you going to be lining up to oh, uh, ride this on opening day i am gonna join the family i'm wearing the whole shirt i'm doing i've got i think i might do the bald cap like ah. i love universal studios hollywood it is one of my favorite parks there's a charm to it that is just unlike any other park and their collection of rides why they may not have as much as orlando they mm -hmm. have the best version of jurassic they have secret life of pets which is one of my favorite dark rides in the entire country. So what they do is so good. Their mm -hmm. character interaction is top notch. So to add this, a real, I mean, mommy is technically a roller coaster. They have flight in Harry Potter, but like mm -hmm. a legit yeah. real deal roller coaster. Huge, huge. Well, and, and you know, Disney's got um, uh, the Incredicoaster, which is a 
pretty decent coaster by yeah. Disney standards. But other than that, you got to go to like Magic Mountain mm-hmm. uh, in in SoCal if you want, uh, you know, a serious coaster. So this this will definitely elevate uh, Universal Hollywood's uh, coaster game. And um, I, you know, I would hope that once they open this, that f- frees them up to do something better than the current finale of the studio tour uh yeah. maybe maybe it's time to replace the uh oh that dance party the, the musin hologram with the, the i i enjoy it like i don't know why maybe it's just i like dance. you enjoy it ironically or unironically ironically oh yeah i, I was <laughs> I gonna say yeah I, <laughs> I gotta say in 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 uh florida the, the only part of it that i can genuinely enjoy is the the rocky horror treatment that the uh, pre-show employees have given like the actors in the pre-show oh, yeah. are they know exactly what kind of of ride they're in and they just they just kind of mercilessly it. rip at it yeah it's my favorite part now absolutely right. uh, <laughs> well and next up um in other universal orlando news it uh filed this one also under things we already knew dreamworks animation is officially taking over Kid Zone. Uh, yep, Kid Zone co- closed quite a while ago at Universal Orlando. Uh, Fival has been torn down, um, but uh, ET and Animal Actors remain. And uh, we knew it already, but now we have it officially that Shrek, Kung Fu Panda, and Trolls will be featured in the New Land opening in 2024. Yeah, and uh, just Universal Orlando, I feel like, has been so aggressive in a good way with updating things, new things. You know, we have Minionland coming the next month, I guess, officially. Mm-hmm. Now this, and then especially, they're obviously listening to feedback. There haven't been a lot for little kids to do at Universal Orlando. Yeah. I just waited. The height requirements are for most attractions. It's not like Disneyland. So they're listening. They're adapting. And this is exciting. I think it's going to be great. It was obviously sad to see Five go. That was like my childhood. Yeah. In the late 80s and early 90s. That was a bummer. I'll miss the water slide. Mm-hmm. But this is good. This is really, really good. And I believe that they're going to keep on the time schedule. And it's crazy. Like next year, we are going to have a new land. Oh, yeah. There. I mean, there. things are moving there. Uh, it's, it's going to happen. Uh we still don't have a a month or a, even a season. Uh, just we know twenty twenty four, but we can see activity happening there very quickly. Um, something interesting: the concept art that they released. Uh, there's actually a um, slightly wider version of this avail- uh, available on uh, one of their PR sites uh, that clearly shows this object to the right is still. The Woody Woodpecker roller coaster that has been repainted yes. and rethemed to Re-themed. trolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the rumored name is the Troller Coaster, which you just <laughs> gotta love that. Love um, it. But and then just a little bit further to the right here is what is clearly a Shrek Swamp meet and greet and playground area. So that's basically going where Fival was. That's going to be Shrek. Uh, so trolls around the uh, roller coaster. And the rumor is that the back corner where Curious George was, uh, that is taking over by Kung Fu Panda. Mm. Uh, it looks like the ball pit area, the indoor area, yeah. has not been torn down yet. So then maybe that'll remain in some form. And we've seen patents about an interactive uh, Kung Fu Panda noodle shop meet and greet uh, where you can interact with a character. 
So um, that's all definitely coming. They also mentioned a character that I have no relationship to, Gabby's Dollhouse. Same. Uh, I guess if you're a five-year-old, if you have a five-year-old that watches Netflix, you know who Gabby's Dollhouse is. But, uh, oh, as I scroll down here, sorry, you can see uh, this is a very small version of it, uh, but this is the slightly wider version of the art that I was talking about. And you can see Shrek here and Donkey in the corner and also the top of the troller coaster. Yeah, this is, I think it's going to be one of those places where uh, parents are going to bring their kids and it's going to be mm -hmm. uh, impossible to, <laughs> to drag them out, out of here. You know, you are absolutely right. Uh, one thing, uh, you know, someone who's been writing about Universal for many, many years, uh, Universal, especially Universal Studios Florida, is not a friendly place to kids. If you're under about 44 inches in height, mm -hmm. there ain't a lot for you to do at Universal right. Studios Florida. And between this and the Minion attraction that we're going to talk about in just a little bit, uh, this is kind of a, a new era of them maybe refocusing on uh, all ages, all heights attractions uh, for the studios. Um, IOA did a great job of including playgrounds in each land. Mm -hmm. So even if you have thrill rides that are too big for the little kids, uh, they've got something like Me Ship the Olive or Camp Jurassic right there that they can play with. Uh, the studios has kind of you know, always created this, you know, this little uh, shtetl, this little uh, this this little cul-de-sac uh, for uh, kids uh, that was Kid Zone. My big question, uh, which I'm sure will not be officially answered until after my new book goes to the publisher, uh, is oh, what are we calling uh, the area where E.T. and Animal Actors and SpongeBob SquarePants is? Uh, I don't know if DreamWorks is going to want to just lump them in with since they are not part of their IP. Um, uh, unless we rebranded the Dream, the animation. Uh, sorry, the animal actors show is uh, DreamWorks Animals. I'm I'm not sure how that would work. No, yeah, um, I can yeah. That, yeah. I my Maybe my, just, uh, my well, you know, unless they want to get if they want to get rid of the name Kid Zone, you know, you've already got the NBC Media Center uh, right there. Uh, that is considered part of Hollywood, so they could simply extend the border of Hollywood around uh, animal actors could call that Hollywood ET that's a movie we'll right. call that part of Hollywood and just stretch Hollywood all the way up to the border so you have Hollywood meeting Springfield meeting DreamWorks uh sort of in three-way uh I'm I'm sure they will do that just in order to make uh the maps in my book wrong so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to it yes. looking forward to it always all right you. well <laughs> as we said this opens in 2024 um and uh, I'm sure we will have more information uh, coming out. Uh, until then, you can still visit uh, ET and SpongeBob. Uh, they are still open for operation. Next up in more Universal Studios news, this one both in Hollywood and in Orlando. Uh, Stranger Things is coming back to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, beware of Vecna, uh, because season four of Stranger Things is going to come to life uh, this Halloween. Oh, I'm a little nervous. I mean, I'm so excited. Love Stranger Things. But season four is terrifying. So scary. This house is going to be insane. Yeah. Um, they uh, We got uh, a Stranger Things season one. 
Mm-hmm. Then we got one that was kind of a combination of two seasons and yeah. two and three. Mm-hmm. Then they took a little break, which is like good, I think, because like they ran Walking Dead into the ground by doing yeah. it too many years in a row. Uh, and no matter how great a show is and Stranger Things is the if you want a crossover, if you want something that gets both mainstream audiences and hardcore horror fans to both want to come to Halloween Horror Nights, can't pick a better brand right now. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, yes, we are once again going back to Hawkins, Indiana, uh, to encounter the newest supernatural villain, Vecna, um, who is hellbent on obliterating the volatile barrier between the eerie upside down and our real world. So the uh, new house will mirror the events of season four, um, letting you follow Eleven, Max, Eddie. uh, Thank God Eddie's in there. He, He better be standing on a van oh playing guitar. He's um, the icon of the season. <laughs> right? Um, places you're going to visit include uh, the notorious Hawkins Lab, the enigmatic Creel House, and Vecna's Chilling Mindscape. Um, so this is going to be uh, a good one. It's it's uh, going to be part of both Halloweens, both in uh, Hollywood and in Orlando. Uh, and we've gotten more ticket information, uh, especially about Orlando recently. Uh, the frequent fear, the rush of fear, all of those are on sale now. Um, stay, stay and scream uh, is back, or scream early. Which do they call it here? I can never remember. It goes back and forth. I still call it stay and scream. Stay so. and scream. Uh, which is really, you know, if you do not have the money to uh, buy uh, express passes. Um, if you want to see more than like three or four houses in the entire night, you either got to buy express houses or, you know, spring for VIP RIP tour, or you do the stay and scream, uh, you get into the park early and you use that early entry period to knock out. You can usually knock out, you know, two, three, four houses right in that first hour or so. Uh, and that can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> of course, they've raised the price. It's now up to 40 bucks uh, on that yes. on that ticket. Uh, but I actually think that that 40 bucks is maybe a better investment than the, you know, 150 something that you can be spending on Express Passes. Definitely. I think stay and scream. I mean, I guess I just do it with my AP, but like hanging mm-hmm. out yep, over exactly. like a Shea Alcatraz drink, hang yep. out by that little stay and scream zone by Richter's. And I think last year, like I had made a plan. I'm like, I'm going to do Blumhouse, Bugs. Yep. And I yeah, that, that was a great one last year. Yeah. If you wanted to do the Blumhouse double feature, hanging out in the Richter's, Shea Alcatraz area was great. Yeah. Um, there's usually one over by the Simpsons. Uh, so, uh, you know, you get some food in Fast Food Boulevard or at uh, the taco truck, grab a beer. Um I, of course, old school, I'm a fan of settling in at the bar at Finnegan's. Yes. Uh, Nothing beats Finnegan's, but it has gotten harder. It's so popular. They don't really let you just kind of hang out. They kind of shove you through. Um, If you can manage to get in there and get a table, uh, you know, it's hard to get a reservation uh, that, you know, for that period of time but if you can manage to get a table in there that's awesome because if it starts raining which it often does uh if if, uh then you know you get some place to hide and you've got quickest access to the soundstage houses um so uh yeah those those are all uh definite ways of uh taking advantage of the the scream early or the stay and scream 
and Absolutely. uh highly recommend it if you want to relive um stranger thing haunted houses of past can't believe it was 2018 that we got the first one i wow. remember it's not it that long ago wow yes. It was crazy because the casting is so good. Yeah. yeah. I just remember going, I will never forget going through it for the first time in 2018. And I'm like, it looks like them. It was crazy. They really knocked it out of the park. So I'm excited. Um, yeah, we've got videos from 2018 and 2019 houses. Uh, so go and check those out on our YouTube channel. All right. On a slightly lighter note, let's talk some <laughs> Disney Junior. Uh, over yeah. at the Disneyland Resort uh, this August, um, they are going to be celebrating uh, Disney Junior and Friends with a three-day play date uh, celebrating Disney Junior's hit TV series. Uh, that's running from my birthday, August 18th, all the way through August 20th. If they liked, they could fly me out there and I could see it. That would be a nice birthday present. Yes. Uh, I love this dance party. It is like so high energy. It's so yeah. funny. Like I'll go in sometimes by myself and just like get some air conditioning and just bop around. It's so I, fun what they do with it. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, so I, I I check out every attraction at Disneyland, uh, whether it's meant for me or not, yeah. you know, at least once a, a year. And this is one where, you know, when I'm out there, uh, I do my annual inspection of Disney, uh, Disney Junior. Yeah. And I always feel a little awkward as yes. a single man, uh, usually holding a camera because um, I'm, you know, trying to take pictures and notes and stuff. Um, and yeah, standing in the back uh, with, you know, not there with a kid, uh, sometimes feel a little creepy. But uh, the performers in this show really go all out. I do kind of miss the days when this had puppets. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers. That's going back uh, almost 10 years that they yeah. used puppets on the show. Uh, but now they've got two kind of dancing DJ characters. And then they bring out a, uh, a costume character for each segment. Uh, and they update the show periodically uh, with whatever the newest uh, series is. Yeah, so, it uh, very fun. Check it out for sure. For sure. So, uh, like I mentioned, this kicks off on August 18th. Uh, they are going to have at Disney California Adventure Park uh, a play day party parade with Mickey and Minnie, Doc McStuffin, Sophia the First, Elena of Avalor, Donald and Daisy, Vampirina, who's my favorite, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Goofy, Pluto, and Miral, Royal Detective. Uh, I don't know that last character, uh, but they will all be parading through DCA. There's also going to be a special stage show, um, and they're going to have the world premiere of a new Disney Junior short form series called Play Date with Winnie the Pooh. Uh, there'll be cupcake decorating uh, experience. Um, Spidey and his, his amazing friends are going to have a photo wall. Uh, there'll be more special food and beverage offerings, uh, including a special Tigger Marshmallow Tail. Uh, and then the party is going to continue on the 19th and the 20th uh, with live entertainment in downtown Disney. Um, and So if you are in Disneyland uh, on the 18th through the 20th, be sure to check all that out. And next up, 
so we had sad news earlier this uh this summer when the phantasmic dragon had he he decided he was tired of being a dragon and wanted to be a phoenix instead <laughs> so while murphy is uh being reconstituted uh <laughs> we've got some new <laughs> entertainment taking over uh disneyland's rivers of america instead of phantasmic uh guest favorite queenie and the jambalaya jazz band uh they have returned um they are going to be performing uh new orleans jazz music on a floating stage accompanied by fountain and lighting effects. Uh, this is happening every evening at 7.35, 8.25, and 9.05 p.m. Uh, in Disneyland Park. Uh, check the Disneyland app for those show times. I love it. The entertainment over there is so great. I, I love when they have that pirates group that comes around singing. So this is very fun and a good way to get us hyped for what's coming. And uh, they are also uh, performing um, Wondrous Journeys uh, now through August 31st. And then that will be taken over by Halloween Screams uh, for all of September and October. And those shows take place after the uh, final uh, Jambalaya Jazz Band show of each night. Um, you know, we don't have a... Return date for Fantasmic. Uh, you know, if this was in Orlando, they would. Be screens. Oh, it looks like I briefly lost my internet. Yes. But I'm back. Okay. And I'm back. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so uh, in, in Orlando, I think they would probably just keep doing the show with a, a projection instead of the dragon. Uh, but uh, either, you know, the dragon is a, a really big part of the show out in California. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, uh, you know, we don't know for sure what other kind of infrastructure damage might still need repairing there. Uh, so while it's disappointing that uh, there won't be Fantasmic for... The foreseeable future. Um, hopefully that show will come back uh, maybe in the new year. Right. And there's yeah. plenty of other nighttime offerings yes. there. So it feels like not as, I mean, I, I know people love it. Not as big as a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to our last story. Uh, and we are going to step away from Disney and Universal and go to the heartland uh, with Big surprising news that a new theme park is opening in Oklahoma in 2026, a $2 billion resort, uh, and it, among its uh, featured lands will include the classic children's tale, Charlotte's Web. Yes, this was crazy news last week. I was like... Did not see this one coming. Did not see it coming. I mean, we usually hear rumors of stuff. Never saw it coming. It's a lot. You know, we don't know. They still have to raise the money. So this is could all just be a pipe dream. I, I hope it's not because it's great to have destinations where people can drive to and they don't mm -hmm. have to fly to L.A. They don't have to fly to Orlando because that's just not realistic for everyone. And honestly, this is part of an increasing trend that we are seeing. We've seen several big projects in Texas, 
um, you know, we keep seeing, uh, you know, the, the Florida and the California, everything's got to be in Florida or California. That, that era is done. I think, um, you know, yeah. the, the resorts that are in, uh, those locations are, you know, in many ways kind of built out and have to tear down old things in order to build new things in many cases. And the place for new expansion, new growth uh, really seems to be in the center of the country, not on the coasts right now. Absolutely. Um, so this is going to be located in northeast Oklahoma near Venita. It's on Route 66, the classic Route 66, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, not far from Interstate 44. Um, so good access. And this is going to be known as American Heartland Theme Park and Resort. It's 1,000 acres, so it's a pretty sizable property. And it's going to open in two phases. Phase one is going to be a 300-acre, three ponies, RV park, and campground. Uh, this is going to open up in spring of 2025, so right around the time that Epic Universe is yes. probably in soft opens. Um, and then in 2026, probably the fall of 2026, that's when we're going to see a 125-acre theme park open. And 125 acres uh, puts it, uh, you know, right on the same level of an Islands of Adventure or a, an Epcot or a Magic Kingdom. And that's a... Right. That's a big chunk of land. Absolutely. So it's not a micro park. No, like not at all. This is not, 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 not at all. This is a yeah. full scale is... theme park. And uh, we will walk through, um, you know, if you want details on this, I really encourage you to go to uh, attractionsmagazine.com and read the whole article. Because, uh, uh, you know, we could spend an entire hour talking Absolutely. about this. Um, but the, the important things to know is... Um, one, uh, they've got some real experienced, talented people working on this project. Yes. Um, folks uh, who built things like Jurassic World, The Ride and Secret Life of Pets at, at Universal Hollywood and Port of Entry in Islands of Adventure and a lot of big projects around the world uh, are involved in this, at least on the design side. And I think that's the exciting thing, at least for me, of what we're seeing with these new concepts. Like, mm -hmm. I just went to Kathmandu. They enlisted, mm -hmm. like, the top of the top. So it's yep, exciting Falcons. that we see yep. these smaller footprint concepts, but they're not sacrificing on the level of talent mm -hmm. and creativity that go Absolutely. into it, which is amazing. Absolutely. So uh, real quick, phase one is that RV park. Uh, it's going to have 750 uh, RV spaces with all the accoutrements, you know, not just power and water, Ooh, but also yeah. cable and Wi-Fi. They also have 300 cabins if you want to go glamping. Mm -hmm. um, and this is going to be the largest campground in the central United States. Um, it's suspiciously similar to Fort Wilderness at Walt Disney World, down to the fact that they have a Frontier Hall dinner show. I will be there. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, it sounds very hoop to dewy. Um, uh, but the phase two is, I think, what we're really interested mm -hmm. in. Uh, this is the new theme park. Uh, they've got a whole website that walks you through it. But my gosh, if this isn't uh, Disney's Magic Kingdom 2.0, I don't know what is. Uh, we start out in Liberty Village, which is definitely a Main Street USA that is set in like the, maybe the 1940s. Um, you know, we've got some vintage uh, automobiles here. Uh, looks like an old uh, kind of soda fountain drugstore. 
It's also got a kind of Philadelphia vibe because there's a recreation of the Liberty Bell. Um, but that's a very Main Street USA look. Um, we've got the Great Plains area, um, which honestly looks straight out of the Disney's America that was supposed yes. to be built in um, Virginia way Virginia, back when. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where you've got Charlotte's Web, uh, which I assume is going to be maybe some sort of dark ride. Uh, it looks like we've got a wooden roller coaster in the background. And we've also got uh, Barnstormers, uh, which I'm betting is going to be some sort of flying simulator flying theater attraction and uh the great plains first american stories theater which looks an awful lot like the mystery lodge uh at knott's berry farm yes um then we come to bayou bay and if this isn't Adventureland, i don't know what is <laughs> uh it's got mystery magic and cutest critters this side of the mississippi so uh it's got a tree house um it's got uh oh or i guess they are calling it a voodoo house um a pirate stunt show and a swamp thrill ride um uh anyone want to know what they want to call frontierland here <laughs> we're calling it big timber yes. falls and it's got a log flume ride uh but this log flume instead of having song of the south or princess tiana is going to have bigfoot Oh, yes. yes. Very excited for that. Um, now, this one, I think they just grabbed this one from Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, this one's called Stony Point Harbor. Uh, and it is a, a nautically themed area with seafood dining and looks like a uh, pirate ghost themed dark ride. Um, and finally, what's our last land? Electropolis. <laughs> or Tomorrowland. Yes. <laughs> Yes, visit Electro City or Progress City. Uh, no, Electro City with um, a flat ride, very similar to Carowind's new gear spin ride. Mm -hmm. um, a what looks like a Velocicoaster style uh, roller coaster that I will bet will be launched. Um, and a drop tower that's kind of styled like a big Tesla tower. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, it's not a small park. It does not look like a cheap park. Um, I'm not going to say it looks like the most original, innovative uh, park in the world. But, hey, if you're going to copy something, you might as well copy the most successful theme park in the world, right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and don't forget, uh, right outside, just next door, you're going to have a four-star hotel with 300 rooms, um, which will be a place where quote, the age of romance lives on. <laughs> I love it. Sounds like a turn of the century boardwalk. <laughs> yes, that looks very much like Disney's boardwalk area. Scenic outdoor dining and what basically looks like the uh, DreamWorks um, water park, indoor mm -hmm. water park from the American Dream Mall um, tacked onto the back of this. So yeah, this is a huge deal. Uh, as we mentioned uh, designers include over 20 alumni of Disney and Disney Imagineering. Uh, THG Group, uh, like I said, done a lot of work for Universal. Uh, Forec, who uh, helped build Port of Entry. Cunningham Group, um, you know, big names in, uh, in hotel and casino. So uh, not amateur hour. 
Um, it's a big investment and it will be really exciting to see how this completely transforms uh, that area. Absolutely. And, you know, I saw a lot of comments that were like, who wants to go to this part of the country, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, realistic, a lot of people can't afford to go put mm -hmm. their whole family on a flight. Flights are so expensive right now, but they could drive. Yep. So the fact that this is positioned just like perfectly in the middle of everything, this could be a major win. Um, this uh, investment is uh, expected to bring more than 4,000 jobs to the area um, and uh, will have an impact uh, not only on, uh, as the uh, state senator from Oklahoma, Mike uh, Michelle Bergstrom said, not only to the surrounding area, but also throughout the region and the state. Uh, so this is a project that we will be keeping a close eye on uh, in 2025 and 2026. All right, that just about brings us to the end of the news in the queue. Before we leap into this week's big story, though, it is time to hear a word from our sponsors. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. It's time for the main attraction! All right, and for this week's main attraction, uh, yes, you guessed it, we've got a new attraction at Universal Orlando currently in technical rehearsals or soft opening. It's Villain Con Minion Blast. Uh, I have been on it about a dozen times. Oh, so, um, I've got opinions. Um, first, first, let's share the the facts, and then we'll dive into the opinions, shall we? Ah. All right. Uh, so uh, this went into soft opening, I believe, uh, last Saturday, the 15th, I think. 15th or the 16th. Um, I know that I had been on it when I saw you on, uh, on Monday, the 17th. Mm -hmm. um, so this is uh, Illuminations Villain Con Minion Blast. And it has guests vying to be part of the Vicious Six by showing off their shooting skills uh, in a fairly unique format. It is not an, it's a ride, but there's no ride vehicle uh, because you step onto a moving walkway uh, and you are the ride vehicle. Uh, you stand and you move past scenes, uh, shooting at screens, uh, trying to cause as much mayhem as you can with your Eliminator X blaster. Uh, in hopes of joining the Vicious Six. And spoiler alert, no one gets to join the Vicious Six. No matter no. how good you do, uh, you st they still just tell you, oh, go try again. Get back in line. Try again. <laughs> so um, here are some of the cool things, uh, things that make this ride uh, a little unique and different, other than the moving walkway. Um, the rifles actually have uh, two different weapons, two different kinds of ammo. You've got an unlimited single shot blaster, which is your standard ammo. And uh, you can actually upgrade that by shooting at special 
these glowing blocks that you see throughout the ride. You can upgrade by hitting those. And then you've got a launcher that's got a limited amount of ammo and you reload that by hitting these floating crates. Uh, and you can get different weapons like uh, freeze rays or banana bo bombs or nunchucks. Um, and so you've got those, you got to kind of manage your ammo. You've got those two different kinds of weapons and you are facing off against the uh, five members of the vicious six. If you've seen the movie, you know what happened to the sixth member. Um, and they are voiced by the original voice actors, including uh, Danny Trejo and Lucy Lawless and even Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, so that's cool that they uh, got them for uh, both in the game itself. Uh, and it's honestly kind of hard to understand what anyone is saying because there's so much stuff going on. Uh, but they're also in the pre-show. There's a uh, new animation uh, that you watch while standing in line. Uh, pre-show queue videos that's got some really fun stuff in it. Um, there's a neat little, uh, it's very short indoor queue. You're probably only in the indoor portion for about five minutes, but it's got some great Easter eggs. Uh, they're like trade show booths from the villain con. Uh, they're not really interactive, but they've got lots of little details and things to take selfies with. Um, and right now, since the ride is in technical rehearsals, uh, it doesn't sync up to Universal's app. But when it's all ready, uh, you'll be able to log into the app and tap your phone against the gun that you get. And it'll track your score. You'll be able to get uh, badges, uh, track trophies, and things like that, which should help make it a little bit more replayable. Definitely. And yeah. they, the Universal app has always been very far behind, you know, say mm -hmm. like Disney's app. But I feel like Universal... They try, but yeah. yeah they try. And, but they have no choice now because with Super Nintendo World coming and oh, how yeah. much that's dependent... This yes. is good, you know. And the, the Super Nintendo World uh, features in the Hollywood app are great, but it mm -hmm. almost feels like when you tap on that, it almost feels like you're going into a completely new app. Like it's it's like an app within an app that yeah. you're sort of totally different look and feel and function as the rest of the Universal app. I'm curious if, if it someday becomes more like Disney's Play app where it's all kind of more integrated. Um, We'll see. Yeah. Uh, for now, uh, waiting for that feature to be turned on. Um, in the meantime, like I said, I've I've done the ride a dozen or so times. Um, the good news is that uh, it seems to move pretty efficiently. Um, I've sat there and timed uh, how quickly the dots move uh, when everything is working correctly, when it doesn't pause. Uh, it's, they can move, I think, about 1,440 people maximum an hour through it. However, they've only been running it at about four-fifths capacity. They go about, fill about four dots or one party, and then they leave an empty dot. Um, and that is, uh, a lot of that is because the computers that run the big screens just can't handle having every single one filled. Even, even leaving a few of them, about 20% of it empty, there's still frame rate issues. Uh, if you've ever, you know, if you've got an older computer uh, or you've tried, you know, playing a, an Xbox Series S uh, and tried to make it run in 4K, uh, you know, something with ray tracing, it, if you know what frame rate stuttering looks like, uh, it's, they got issues. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the experience, I, I will say, compared to Toy Story Mania <clears throat> or... Um, Men in Black? Web Slingers. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking more things that are computer-based digitally. Okay. Uh, Web Slingers or Toy Story Mania, 
Um, you know, every once in a while, there is a very brief glitch, but for the most part, the gameplay is smooth and consistent. Um, and it's clear what you're doing, what your objective is, which your shots are. Um, and if you're hitting or if you're not hitting, you get feedback to know what's going on. Um, Minion Blast, at least in the form it is right now, and I will say that I've seen uh, uh, people, part of the creative team, testing and adjusting and tweaking it. So this is still in technical rehearsals, but mm -hmm. in the form it is right now, it's just not much fun to play because there's just stuff exploding everywhere and you don't get re any sense that what you're doing, it matters. Like I've, I've been in there where my gun just stopped working and it's pretty much the same experience because things are just blowing up around you without any real sense. And your your trigger, uh, your, your target, uh, your little crosshair is always kind of lagging or off target or it never really feels like it's responding quickly and accurately to what you're doing. Uh, you know, with Men in Black, when you pull that trigger and you get that distinctive sound mm -hmm. and light you know exactly if you hit or if you miss as soon as you pull that trigger and with men with minion blast uh you know there are times where there's just so much stuff going on all over the screen so many things exploding and your your gun is just constantly vibrating the same whether you hit or missed it's just pure sensory overload but it a good game needs to make you feel like you're accomplishing something like right. you're in charge like it's responding to you and this is just pure mayhem. Um, so, I, yeah, um, they've already done some things to try to improve on it. They, uh, you know, they had co these coins that when you hit something, a coin would appear and the coin would just stay there until someone shot it. And by pretty soon, they're just the whole screen's full of coins. And so now they're making the coins so that they stay there for a few seconds and then they disappear. Um, little tweaks like that great um but i i really think that on a fundamental level of gameplay um you know i'm not even talking about the technical programming but i'm talking about game design of making something fun and addictive um i think they still have a lot of work to do interesting uh this kind of reminds me because I'm obsessed with Men in Black because I feel <laughs> that, you know, I'm a part of it. You can really see what you're shooting. But then on the other hand, like Buzz Lightyear at Magic Kingdom, I cannot stand that ride because I can't see what I'm shooting. Yeah. Hardly ever goes off. And it's like, I don't even ride that anymore because I guess I need that feel like right. I'm accomplishing something. And, you know, Midway Mania, you definitely feel that. And that is so easy, cut and clear, like, you're shooting plates, you know, whatnot. Mm -hmm. so that is interesting. I am waiting to go on this until it officially opens. So hopefully it will be a smoother. Yeah. Experience. Well, you know, it's, uh, you, you brought up an excellent point. Uh, Buzz Lightyear is a perfect example of how you can have two nearly identical attractions that feel much different. Um, the one in California, I love because you can hold the gun, you can move the gun wherever you want, and you feel feedback uh, when you shoot. It's very identifiable with lights, with sound, whether you hit or not. The one in Florida, because the guns are just stuck to the car and you have right. to rotate around, um, you never really feel like you've got uh, a good sense of aiming or you know where you're shooting at and what, what you're doing. Um, Toy Story Mania, you know, you, you've got you and the person next to you. 
uh, and you're, you were looking at a screen, but imagine if you also had 20 other people all shooting at that exact same screen at the exact Amazing. same time yeah. with all that going on, you know, it's, it's not a personal experience anymore. It's just, uh, you know, it's like if you're at a, a shooting gallery and every single gun is filled <laughs> and all it is, is things going off all the, over the place, but you don't know what you did. Yeah. Um, I think it's still got potential. Um, you know, there's there's some fun things in it. Uh, spoiler alert, the big finale takes place outside of Universal and you can like shoot at the Universal Arch and the, the IOA uh, cool. tower. Though the geography makes no sense whatsoever. It's like <laughs> everything's moved around. Doesn't make any sense, but that's fine. Um, I, you know, there's just, there's so much mayhem and stimulus overstimulation that uh you lose a lot of the humor um you know there's not a lot to laugh at because there's just things blowing up uh but it, it doesn't have the kind of minion humor the same way the despicable me ride across the street does interesting yeah so, so i'm wondering if so the first time i go on it i'm gonna play i'm wondering yes. if, if the experience will be more fun if you just watch as you go well you know it's it's interesting they um the one issue that they have discovered is the guns are surprisingly heavy uh they're about four pounds and that might not sound a lot like a lot but uh if you are a little kid um holding a four pound weight for almost six minutes it's a pretty long wow. ride it's almost six minutes by the time you get off that's that can be a challenge for some kids uh and i did see some kids complaining that they they were having trouble holding it up. Um, so they offer a the toy gun that they sell out in the uh, the gift shop, which is does not interact with the ride at all. They'll just hand the toy gun to kids and tell them, pretend you're playing. <laughs> and they seem to have just as much fun as the people whose guns actually work. Well, you know, that's, so. <laughs> that's how I feel with like smugglers run now. You just always want to be the pilot. Now yep. I just want to sit in the back. Nope. Be the engineer. Yeah, too much work. Moments. Too much work. Yeah. yeah, and just enjoy it. I have to tell you, so there is a blaster game at the new Kathmandu Park in Punta Yes, Kata. I've heard of it. It was one of my favorites because, so you're in a theater, so it's interactive seats, so you're probably mm. playing with like 30 people. But oh. what I loved is your blaster has a clear target on the screen with your seat number there. Oh, so okay. I love that I could actually really see, even though I'm with a bunch of people, where my gun was going and what I was doing. And that made it one of my favorite blasters that helps. That really ever. Helps. Yeah. Cause you really like, I need to see what I'm shooting. Well, if you, if, when you go to minion blast, here's a little tip uh, for you and for our listeners, uh, they don't really explain this terribly well, but when they hand you the gun, there's a brief period of time between when they hand you the gun and when you actually step onto the belt. And for a few moments in that period of time, the little round screen on your gun itself will show a symbol. Uh, it'll light up with a color and it'll show a symbol. It might be an, a, a face or an eye or an X or something. Mm -hmm. So remember that color and that symbol. That's your targeting thing on the screen throughout the rest of the ride they don't really do a great job of uh of pointing that out to you yeah, it's easy you to, miss. to know that yeah i need yeah. to feel like i accomplished something yes exactly exactly and here's uh okay so if you want to try to uh score bonus points and this uh 
this comes from our friend Alicia Stella over at Orlando Park Stop. She cued me into this. So you shoot one of the big glowing boxes in order to upgrade your normal blaster. Then when you see one of the vicious six, one of the big bad guys, mm -hmm. you shoot them with that ammo until they make a crate appear above their head. So you shoot that crate and then you hit the launcher button. And that is how you get extra bonus points. So that's how she's so, gotten all those points. <laughs> exactly. She's, uh, yes, she is She is working her way to the top of the leaderboard. This sounds uh, like a very, lot of work. It is. It is, like... it is challenging. Well, you know, um, I, you know, I really like Men in Black because there's so many little hidden bonus things. Um, oh, things to look like for it. like the alien with the Steven Spielberg head or the mm -hmm. pug in the newsstand window. And knowing where those little sensors are and where to hit them is kind of part of the fun. So... As time goes on, I think people maybe will discover more Easter eggs and hidden hidden bonuses in this ride, and and that'll help give it some more replayability. Um, so like do you I said, there's suit if you do well. <laughs> yes, at the end, they give you overalls. Right now, <laughs> unfortunately, not. Uh, that's one thing I really I really miss. Um, I think that the conveyor belt idea was great in concept, but the problem is that that means that everything has to be constantly moving at the same pace and there's no real differentiation between screen scenes or moments so it, it change it makes it really hard to pace a ride there's no mm -hmm. intimacy to it you can't have a moment like uh you know facing off against the other players uh in the the scanners in men in black um you know it's just a constant parade of people uh, I, 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 I wrote a review where I likened it to playing the boss battle in a video game, but you can never, ever win. <laughs> you just keep shooting at them, but they never die. Um, so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they continue to improve it and tweak it. Uh, and I can't wait to hear your report, uh, cause I think you're going to be at the media day, right? Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yes, yes. Hopefully. All right. Fingers um, crossed. Yeah, uh, I am excited. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to Minion Cafe, had some delicious food, but I was like, you know, let me just wait on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to read more about the attraction uh, or leave us your opinion in the comments, please head on over to attractionsmagazine.com. And I think that is just about going to bring us to the end of another episode but before we go let us take a look back at some of the comments that we received while we were talking um and uh starting out with uh michael bingham our friend uh saying it's going to be very interesting what universal hollywood does with fast and the furious yeah. supercharged in the back lot when the ride opens absolutely uh will there be two fast and furious attractions is that one family too many in one theme Never park enough. <laughs> yes uh we'll have to find out uh <laughs> magic city mayhem pointing out that shrek's outhouse has gone vertical yes just in the last 48 <laughs> hours or so we have um, uh, we have vertical construction in DreamWorks Land, mm -hmm. DreamWorks Land, DreamWorks Zone. I like I, I like I DreamWorks Dreamland. Ooh. DreamWorks Dreamland. That's what I, I like. like. That. 
Uh, Magic City Mayhem is is uh, is proposing <laughs> Amblin Land Fun. Uh, for ET and animal actors. I kind of like that, and yeah. an excellent piece of advice. Advice: If you want to be safe from Vecna, you need to listen to your happy music put on the attractions podcast while going through the 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 house so that uh, they don't get you. <laughs> I'm gonna try that uh and vince lamb finally uh came in a little late so he wants to wish you a belated happy birthday thank you you very much vince appreciate it well before we go we want to thank as always our sponsors mei and mouse fan travel i want to remind everyone out there please give us a rating and review wherever you listen to us whether that's apple Podcasts or spotify or somewhere else and please follow us follow us at attractionsmagazine.com Search for us at Attractions Magazine on your favorite social media platforms. And Carly, uh, as always, you can find me at SethKaberski.com. Carly, where can folks find you? Yes, I am at Carly Caramana on Twitter and Adventures by Carly on Instagram. And until next week, we hope you folks stay safe, try something new, and most importantly, have fun. We will see you again next time. Bye.